I took longer because I'm not used to podcasting in jeans. And it's just, I just, it's everything's just bunch. It's just a bunch of, bunch of bunching. It's restrictive. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it is. I podcast in jeans most of the time. Well, it's because you're out and about. Yeah. I slob in here from the other room. I go, stop it. And then I press record. And then I make a bunch of fart jokes. Hey guys, welcome to Cold Hands, Warm Hearts in Jeans. <laughs> Denim edition. Denim, brought to you by J. Croup. I'm not used to doing is podcasting in a Henley because I'm showing some chest. I'm blasting some pecs. Rico Suave over here. Those of you that go to Instagram and watch the one one minute clip we post a week. Yeah. You're gonna he's get- got a spray bottle on the desk. Throughout the pod, he's just going to spritz. Yeah. Spritz I call his that, chest. I call that Hoganing. It's from the 80s when yeah, you just, and then I just call everyone brother and I glisten. Yeah, because there's baby oil in there. Well, I mean... It's not just water. What are you doing if you're not rocking baby oil on your pecs? Hey, guys, welcome to Cold Hands, Warm Hearts. I'm Brandon Burwell, one half of the Cold Hands, Warm Hearts podcast. Hi, guys. I'm Ashley Engel. I'm the other half. Welcome to episode 86. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I am thrilled about, and I didn't even realize how much I needed the sunshine. Pretty great. It's been days and days and days, weeks even, since we've seen it. Weeks even. Here comes the sun. A fortnight potentially. How long's a fort? How long's a fork knife? Fourteen weeks. I don't know. Is it fourteen weeks? No, I don't know. Don't, don't, don't. Guys, a fork. Guys, a fork knife is fourteen weeks, <laughs> and true. you need to Check know that. that, producer. Okay, but I'm so happy about it. I didn't realize how much I needed it to soak into my bones. I needed the vitamin D, and I, I am, I am thrilled about it. My mood is elevated exponentially. It's incredible. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing what just some vitamin D will do. I let Leo, yeah. my dog, uh, who's not allowed in here while we podcast. Uh, he's very disruptive. He is. He's the, darling. He's a darling and disruptive. Yes. That's what he is. <laughs> darling um, disruptor. <laughs> uh, I let him outside right before this and he, I've never seen anyone or anything bask in the glow of the basking. sunshine. He was basking. We're all basking here he in central Oklahoma. Basket case. Uh, thank you, producer. A four, okay. Fortnite's two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like something we should have known. And you said it's been weeks even, so it's probably... It feels like a, two weeks. It's been nary a fork knife. Because we've had lots of ice and snow. Ice snow fog. Uh, uh, Siberian air. Ice snow fog, Siberian air. Yeah, so this for is For a great. fork knife. The high today is 67. And I, Welcome to life in Oklahoma. Gonna, this is also why I can't breathe out of my nose. No. I am, I am sneezing. My eyes are runny, but I'm I'll gonna take go it. for a, I'm gonna go for a walk later. I think. Yeah, in me the, too. In the in the in the in the sunshine, you gonna bask? I'll probably do a little basking. Mm-hmm. I'll just stop in the middle of the walking trail and just just it, draw me like one of your French girls, Jack. <laughs> just right there in the middle of it. I'm gonna make the the old man in the lady's hat step over me on yeah. his walk. Yes. Dog sniffing me. Is that a corpse? Yeah. Are nope. you good? No, I'm just trying to get some sun. Just basking. Go around. Baskin Robbins. I'm Baskin Robbins. I'm I miss a Baskin Robin. Robin. Is Baskin Robbins still around? Oh, 30, how many flavors? Four? I don't know, but listen, their, their uh, coffee ice cream 
Yeah. Really gets me going. I love that. And I don't even like ice cream. But, but you like Baskin. I do. Well. It's so good. Anyway. I've not, I've not thought about Baskin Robbins for probably a fortnight. Yeah. It's been, it's been at least that. Yeah. We used to go as kids in Stillwater. There's a Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Um, on my way into your neighborhood, I noticed something uh, concerning. Okay. Was it, was it me laying Our, on the walking trail so someone would draw me like one of their French girls? It wasn't, but it would have been. And it will be later. And it will be later. Every day this week. Yes. No. Um, are there mailbox bandits about? Stealing from boxes? No. Mailboxes? Crushing them. Oh. Like, like destroying them. It, I haven't been doing it, if that's what you're implying. Yeah, that was my first question. Yeah, no. Second, has there been any buzz on the neighborhood app about that? I don't, because the, I don't go on the neighborhood <laughs> app and your camera just fell down. <laughs> Guys, we're, okay. The way we fix things around here is with duct tape. And so Brandon duct taped the uh, camera stand slash ring light and... Uh, it's, uh, it's broken. Yep. Well, there it is. I'll, it's broken. I'll just come down. So here the like clipper Instagram is going to be doing a monologue like this because Ashley's <laughs> thing's broken. Cut to Ashley. Her thing's broken. Mine's working just fine. I'm broken, but her thing's broken. And it's from all... now on, I'm just going to, it's going to be an odd angle, but here we are. I'm Can still it see still... you. Yep. It's a very odd angle though. It's going to be Gosh. good content. Okay. But anyway, keep your eye, you know, maybe uh, beef up security around your box. Yeah. I'll what you can what you do down there? I'm put up just, some razor wire? I'm going to just save up a bunch of Leo's poos and put them in everyone's mailbox so that whoever does anything to it. That feels like not a good solution. Well. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like that's going to help anyone. It honestly could be framed as mailbox vandalism. Vandalism. <laughs> totally. Mailbox scandalism. If totally. I'm, I, no, I don't, I haven't heard anything about it. Okay. Well be on alert. Cause there were several that had just been crushed. I mean, brick mailboxes, maybe a car did that. I don't know. Teens on the loose, youths on the loose. Man, I'm not going to say his name. Okay. But there was a guy in high school that Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure had a crush on you at the time. Oh no. He was the one. And he, um, he was a he was on the football team with me when I was a youngster. Okay. And I was I needed a ride home. Okay. And he thought, here's my chance. I'm gonna get in good with the gal that I've got the candy leg for. Okay, okay. By giving her dumb little brother a ride home from football. It's <laughs> a good strategy. He drives me home. Little did he know I don't care for you. I <laughs> know, <laughs> no. Little did he know that that actually lost him points. No, but I don't know if you remember this and I don't know if you have forgotten how you forgot because oh. he got me home. Talked to me the whole way. I, 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 and I remember being like, you're overly engaged with me right now. Okay. And in retrospect, it was just because he, he was trying to use me to get to you, which again, oh. Wrong, wrong move. Wrong move. Wrong he doesn't move. know how much we dislike one another. If he really knew what to do, he would have just given you like a wheel of cheese. Oh and gosh, that, and that we'd be it. married to this day. Dude, bye, Jeff. I've got <laughs> cherished. It's the way to my heart, truly. Anyway, but like seriously, he could have just swung through the Albertsons and scooped up some moths and just brought it to the house. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. Nuptial city. Hello. Moths. Want to go to prom? Here's a sharp ched. <laughs> My cheese of choice is a parm. Here's a nice Parmesan Reggian. Yeah. Semi-formal. I do. Oh. Oh, I, okay. Dang. <laughs> We're going right through the vowels. <laughs> and that's when, when you hand it to you, uh, the way that you frame it up to be clever, you go, queso, uh, want to go to the semi-formal? <laughs> Listen. And you go, queso. <laughs> oh. What and a wonderful faint. proposal. It's pretty great. Show up with a wheel of cheese. Dude. 
Just, I'd say yes. I mean, I already, every time, every time, a thousand times. Yes. yes. So he drove me home. Okay. Talking to me the whole way, like asking me questions. How's it going? How's football? How's school? Uh, did your sister ever mention me? Just like stuff like did that. He say no, that? he didn't. Um, because I'd have gone. Is your name Cheese? Because if it ain't, then nerp. No. Um, but no, he got it. Got to our house. Yeah. Pulled into the driveway. Mm-hmm. Drops me off. He's like, "Hey, see you later, man." It's like, take it easy. And then I he I, I start walking in the house. Oh no. And he starts backing down the driveway. Oh no. He backed over our our brick mailbox, brick mailbox. and destroyed it. Oh, I kind it. of remember Dropped this. Dropped off the little brother of his crush and then backed over the family's mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember mom, dad, everyone, Crindy and HB rushed outside. Because it was made of bricks. Because there there arose such a clatter. It was like the big bad wolf was blowing down houses. No, I kind of remember. They rushed outside. And I remember the most dejected moment I've ever seen. This high school boy who has just destroyed, committed a federal offense, (laughs) in fact... (laughs) <laughs> destroyed a brick mailbox with his Ford Ranger. Oh, no. And mom and dad rush out, and mom goes, are you okay? Yeah. Are you hurt? Yeah. And he goes, just my pride. Oh, best answer. <laughs> best answer. Was I not? I wasn't there. I must not have been there. Luckily for him, because he had time to go buy some apology cheese, <laughs> and his name was Jeff Engel. Guys, yes. it went... <laughs> It went great. And we call him the mailman because he always delivers. Oh. <laughs> it was, I just remember That's seeing it, like so walking sad. up to the house and hearing it behind me and yeah. turning just in time to see him like, like big wheeling, like oh. grave digger over it. Wow. Yeah. Bless it. I wonder if he uh, has blocked that out. The next time I see him, I'll ask. I never do, but yeah. I think I know who you're talking You'll about. You'll see him at home later. <laughs> Okay, what you been up to this week or weekend? Man. I'm going to try to fix it. I have no, th- I'm not I have a, Yeah, try to fix it. I don't want to be talking. I, okay. I have, uh, we got to get good content. Okay. There's, of the dozens of people that listen to it, four of them watch it on Instagram. So you got to, you got to get this. Okay, well, this is going horrible. This is the most. <laughs> it's even ha- worse now. The most ham-fisted attempt to try to fix this thing. Okay, continue. I'm just going to hold the phone and tape you the whole time. You're going to get some hard cuts and some pans and some zooms. Zooms in on my pores. <laughs> this is going to be great. You're going to hate it. Um, so Anyway, uh, what you been up to? Went to, um, went to Broken Bow, Oklahoma yeah. with dear friends. Dear. Uh, Ted and Sophia and, uh, and Cody and Brooke. Hi, guys. Um, Was it just the best? Uh, yes. It is, is your soul brimming? It is brimming. Rimming with, I I gained eight pounds. Did you? Of dips. Oh, yes. Eight pounds of dips. That's how you know it's been a good time. And uh, this <laughs> is a group that is affectionately referred to as pea sheets. Um, oh, I, do you need to explain or uh, should we not? Or We I, could go one of two ways here. I could leave this up to interpretation or I could explain it. Okay. Cody has a lot of kids. Okay. And he <laughs> and he one time in the group chat decided to make a joke uh-huh. about we were all coming to town to visit uh, in Fort Worth. Yeah. And he kept texting in the group thread, change the pea sheets, Brooke. They're coming to town. Change the pea sheets. He's nothing if not hospitable. And in my phone, I don't know how he changed it. Her name in my phone when she texts me or texts the group is please change the pea sheets, Brooke. <laughs> and you're never changing. Never it. in a million years. Please don't That's ever. her name. But the group is affectionately referred to as pea sheets. So it was a pea sheets trip. Okay. And I peed the sheets. Yeah. 
and I ate all the, the dips. <laughs> it was the grossest. But no, it was super fun. Went down. It was like super quick turnaround, but yeah. down there for a day, ate some pizza, cooked some foods. Oh. I made a delightful pork eggs Benedict Ooh. with a with a hollandaise. Oh yeah, love a hollandaise. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun though. Do you guys were in a cabin? Uh, yeah. What was it called? Do you remember? Uh, 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 it was called. Uh, whimsical downstairs bathroom smells to high heaven like septic backup did it really that's what happened oh no that's you guys okay. should get a discount well you don't need a septic backup on your vacation i left my airpods there and they're shipping them back so i'm taking that as my that's very as, kind i'm taking that as my my discount oh that's very kind of them it is but no uh yeah it was, uh, just fun to see friends and, and yeah. hang out and, and do the thing I'm so glad. Yeah. I loved the picture that Lindsay posted. You guys looked like you were truly unplugging that, and enjoying, you know, among, the, among the pines, the no, cedars or whatever. We were just as far away from that downstairs bathroom as we could be. That's you were what outside. it was. We were outside while the pea sheets got washed. Yeah. That's what we were doing. Sure. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a... A burp that happened. Well, I... Um, <laughs> I just love looking over there and seeing that <laughs> janky ring light hanging on for dear life. What, what's showing right now is me from the neck down. But it's at a tilt. It's at an angle. So, you know what, guys? I'm talking with my hands so that you can see I'm engaged. But that's all you can see. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, yesterday, I want to address this because there was some some um, speculation about what exactly happened. You jammed for the lamb yesterday at church. Okay. You drummed. Yeah. And you, at one point, it, you were drumming and you put the stick in your mouth mm -hmm. and you were trying to adjust a cymbal. It was not a stylistic choice. I didn't put the stick in my mouth to be like, check out this move. Check no. me out. No. You were trying to fix the cymbal. Yeah, because there is an electronic kit that you play on, Yeah. which, you know. It, the cymbal is notorious for sticking. Yeah. Right. Just this is what I hear. There are times when you'll just do a big fill and then hit that crash and it just won't make a sound yeah. other than hitting the, the rubber. Yeah. And it's the most anticlimactic thing you've ever seen. Yeah. You don't need that. No. So you had your stick in your mouth and then the stick was flying through the air. Well, yeah. So what, <laughs> what had happened was, guys, everyone shut up. Listen. Oh, well, I'm, well we here's are. what had happened okay. is the stick was in my mouth. Yes. And, uh, I, whilst you fix the while symbol. I tried to fix the symbol. Yeah. So I'm keeping time with one hand, yeah. fixing the symbol with my left hand. Yeah. And then the click track stopped working in my ears. Yeah. So I went to gesture to the sound guy, uh, Tyrell, Hi, shout Tyrell. out Tyrell. Yeah, shout out. Uh, I went to gesture to him like, Hey, the clicks out. And in doing so I swatted the stick out of mine own mouth. Okay. And it flew yes. farther than I would have expected a yeah, stick yeah. to fly. Yeah, and it was noticeable. <laughs> I, I think most people in the congregation saw it happen. Yeah, well, cool. Thanks for and that. That's heard awesome. It. No, that's really great. That's good. Thanks for no, that. It's that's fine. helpful. Um, and then it's it landed fine. on the ground, and Joe, the bass player, Hi, Joe. picked it up, mm -hmm. put it in his teeth. Yes, he did. And continued to play like a pirate with a sword scaling the scaling the mast. And it got a chuckle. It's got a real chuckle out and of And so the basically what happened is Joe and I kissed. Because it went straight from my mouth to his mouth. Thing. Mm. We lady in the tramped that drumstick. Sure did. We met in the middle. You did. But then he handed. I found another stick in the bag. Stayed on beat the whole time. You really just did. By the it way. was impressive. It well, was. Um, what would have been more impressive uh -huh. is not throwing my stick at Joe in the first place. I don't know. It kind of. It, it was a moment of levity. Well, I enjoyed it. It happened, and we're here now. I enjoyed it very yeah. much. Well, you know. So that's what I've been up to this weekend, sure. throwing sticks at, at fellow musicians. Yeah. Uh, I 
after church yesterday, went to lunch at the rail yard with some of our friends. And here's what I realized about myself. And I want to get your take on this. Oh, no. So the rail yard is sort of like a food court. We Mm. could explain it as a food court of sorts. It's a food hall. A food hall. I'm sorry. Is the term that you would use in the restaurant space. Okay, thank you. Um, where different vendors inhabit small little spaces like and then bays. bays. Yeah. And then you can take your food out to an outdoor area, which yeah. we actually did yesterday because it was lovely. Yeah. So there's a new place in there, newish, called Remix Ramen. And I'm standing in line and I'm looking at their menu and I'm realizing that some of their best sellers are fusion dishes. Yeah, it's a fusion. It's a ramen fusion place. Ramen fusion. Hence remix. Exactly. Remix. Ramen. Exactly. So I'm looking up there and it, it threw me for such a loop because in my mind, I came in there wanting some very traditional ramen, yeah. which they do have on the menu. Sure. But I was so thrown because he said, these are our best sellers. And it was like um, a, a Mexican inspired ramen dish. Sure. And it freaked me right out. I got scared. I froze in place. Did you go somewhere else? No. I ended up getting their spicy chicken ramen, which was delicious. Yeah. It was a little bit more traditional, slightly. But the but the, the, this really threw me off. And I realized I do this often with fusion. I really do. In my out? mind, chorizo doesn't belong in a ramen dish. Okay. In my mind, adobo, I, 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 I can't... I can't make peace with it. Okay. And I'm sure you have very different thoughts on it. Um, it honestly depends. If I go into a place knowing full well that it's a fusion establishment, I'm yeah. not going to freak out when I realize that it's a fusion establishment. And I know that Remix Ramen is a fusion establishment. So I wouldn't worry about that. I guess I didn't go in there with that mindset. When I go to a ramen place, I do. I like a, I, like if I go to tamashi or goro i just i want the spicy ramen yeah. that's what i want and, yeah. and that's why i'm here yes i don't and they, they have those options it was it was absolutely delicious and i've been thinking about it and i'll totally go back and get it i really enjoyed it and this is about me it's not about their menu i just realized that i have this kind of hang up when it comes to fusion i just i have them categorized in my mind and i i and I, i'm one of those people who has to set her mind on what i'm about to eat in advance okay and anticipate it it. Sure. And that really helps me, that enhances my experience. Right. Because I, I dwell on it and I'm like, oh, this ramen's going to be so good. And here's what it's going to taste like. Here's what it's going to look like. And if you throw in some chorizo, well, I am off kilter for days. That, this, this, <laughs> is, this is very, very counter to your, uh, your trademark spontaneity. Right. And yeah. Ashley, have you guys met Ashley Engel? Yeah. Do Not you, the most spontaneous. The spontaneous one? Yeah. The one, the one who's who's yeah. who's gonna just go into any restaurant and say, go into the fusion restaurant and and they'll say, what kind of ramen do you want? And she says, birthday cake, and they just bring it out. Yeah. You're that person, right? Yeah, that's what I know about you. And I love trying new foods. I just think when I have my mind set on something traditional, I'm I'm really freaked out and I kind of freeze in place. It took me a minute to order. Huh. Anyway, I just came to terms with that. I'll yesterday. tell you what I don't like. Mm-hmm is an uncomfortable ordering experience where you feel pressured. Was there a yes. line behind you? Did you feel pressured? Did you feel no. like, oh, I better do this and hurry up and otherwise I'm going to upset my fellow uh, ramen patrons? No, I thought I was going to upset. And here's probably what it boils down to. The people pleaser in me wanted the cashier to approve of my choices. That's 
That sounds like a mental he, illness. No, because that really, sounds, that no, sounds, because no, 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 listen. no, 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 no. Let's we're gonna we're gonna take an aside. Okay. We're gonna bring Angie, our mental health specialist, on. Sponsor us, Angie. Sponsor us, Angie, and she's gonna come in and she's gonna really break down. She's gonna break it down for. She was there at the lunch. <laughs> she could have helped me through it. And you looked over and she had Angie. her glasses on the end of her nose and she was Taking just jotting notes. down notes. <laughs> and she goes, Ashley, could you please come over to this couch I've got set up in Remix Ramen so that we can talk about your <gasps> unbelievably. Uh, 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 unrealistic yeah. desire for the cashier to approve of your ramen fusion order. Right. And it's not because... How was your relationship with your parents, okay. actually? Can you tell me about Great, it? Great, <laughs> actually. No, but here's the thing. Did they ever tell you that your ramen order was stupid? Was bad. Did they, te- did they tell you that... Why can't you be more like your brother? Oh, no, I'm sorry. These are the notes from your brother's session. They said, why can't you be more like your sister? And uh, and also... You are the worst. The note I have is actually from a week ago. Wait, is that accurate? Your mom asked you why you can't be more like your sister a week ago? She in has never. She has never. And that's not okay for you to there say. There was one time in football. Okay. I, I, was playing, I was playing baseball. Sure. And that makes sense because I was such a great baseball player. And I player. stepped up to bat. I stepped up to bat and uh-huh. I hit a home run. Yeah. And as I'm trotting around, I step on home plate. Yeah. The crowd's cheering and then they got really quiet. And then I just heard mom from the back scream, good job, but why can't you be more like your sister? <laughs> <laughs> and then from the parking lot, I heard a voice that I only recognized as dad's go, Yeah! <laughs> This is malarkey. You stop it. Ashley, can you tell me about your relationship with your family? It's fantastic, actually. (laughs) But the whole point of this was he was so enthusiastic about their bestsellers. And so he was really like encouraging me to try the fusion dishes. That was it. I just didn't want to let him down. He was so earnest. So just you just ordered one of everything yeah. and then made sure that after every bite you walked up to him, you were like, that one was, I see why that's a bestseller. Yeah. And then Angie would go, huh. Huh. Scribble, scribble, and then just, scribble. <laughs> and then when you see her notes, all it says over and over is six, six, six. Six. <laughs> Problem, problem. Oh, well, I will say, despite my very uh, traumatic ramen experience, actually, it wasn't, it was great. Traumatic ramen experience is a great (laughs) band name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have been walking on air since yesterday. Okay. And here's why because the ramen gave you gas. No. No, but yesterday something really special happened for me. It caught me so off guard uh, in the hallway at church. Heather, our dear friend Heather, Heather, Heather and Travis, their son Blue, Broadway Zone, Heather, Broad- yes, Broadway Zone and Television Zone, yes. Our uh, her son Blue mm-hmm. has never cared for me, and it's okay. I have made peace with it. <laughs> sure, I have a picture of me holding him as an infant. And he is Whoa, giving me... Oh, that was pretty strong. You were, as an infant, you were able to hold him? Yes, I was able to hold Blue. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's a six-year-old that was able to lift him with one arm. One arm, right over your right head. Right over my head. Um, and he was giving me the side eye as an infant. Oh, dude. Listen, uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. Because speaking of pea sheets... Okay. Um, well, not literal pea sheets, the group pea sheets. Okay. The Culbersons, Brooke and Cody, they have three children. None of them care for you. Georgia, okay. who loves me. Okay. Uh, Noah, who I call Hoagie. Okay. Hoagie loves me. Okay. Hoagie and I like to have dinosaur battles when I'm around him. Sure. Um, sure, sure last sure. time I saw him, or two times ago, he kept coming into the room with different dinosaurs every time and being like, hey, Brandon, who do you think would win in a fight between these two? And I go, listen, I think this one. And he'd go, okay. And then he'd vanish from the room for like 10 minutes and come back in and be like, 
you were right. Like he went and staged the fight and then Whoa. told me the winners. Probably did some research on Hoagie, that. Hoagie made it happen. Oh, I but love But then that. there's Lucy. Okay. And she's a baby. Oh, you've talked about this and before. And Lucy hates me. Doesn't care for you. Hates me. Because she knows you're talking about the sheets. Well, she, You're embarrassing I, her publicly. I know she's peeing them. Well. Quit peeing them if you don't want me to talk about them <laughs> on the internet. Um, go ahead about Blue. No, but yesterday, after all these years... He's almost, oh, he's almost seven. Uh, he came up to me in the hallway of the church, got up, uh, got in my space, made eye contact and said, hi. And I was so stunned I couldn't speak. Bars low. I, <laughs> Bars it's so low, low, but that's all it took for me to be speechless. And Jeff, I said, oh, hi, So here, Blue. guys, one thing we've learned, if you're, if you're taking notes yeah. today, okay. Ashley, needs three things out of this life and that's it one she needs the cashier at the ramen place to approve of order two yes a wheel of cheese three just say hi just say hi just walk up and say hi acknowledge my presence say hi give me cheese and go good order and then i'm I'm walking on air and that's it destroy my mailbox i'm good but i i I truly have been i was so excited about i do i think this is the beginning of a new chapter of my relationship with blue i've been wanting i've been praying for this day for seven years i just hope blue is having an off day and he goes right back i hope he goes back to hating you more i i would probably and you know what we've we figured it out he's a delightful child and he he, he's kind to everyone it's just me it's because i take his mom away from that was never in a, a, a part of the debate Goodness gracious. I know. I just you want to that say pe- that. It's just me because I take his mom away listeners, from him. Listeners, Blue's a great kid. He's a great kid. Ashley's just a terrible person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And her ramen order sucks. Okay. It's not adventurous, I'll tell you that much. I called the guy. Did you? He hated your order. Did he hate it? He hated it. Well, it was delicious, so he can... I've been walking on air ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm going to take a turn really quickly because um, we've always talked about how we're going to be open and honest with you guys about what's going on in our lives. So last week was an interesting week for me. Uh It was formative and it was heavy and it was all over the place. And forgive me if I tear up at some point during the story. But um, last week we lost a beloved church member who's gone to our church for years and just such a dear, dear person, dear human being, truly one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever known in my life. And that's not Mm -hmm. an overstatement. Like she truly was an incredible person. And, um, I was able to be at the hospital with her. Goodness. See, here I go with her and her husband. Mm -hmm. And I was in the room when she passed and it was the first time that I've ever been in the room. Sure. When someone has passed. Yeah. I've been in the room with people when it's been close to the end. Yeah. But never in the room as someone actually passed away. <laughs> and as you can imagine, like I've just been processing this. Yeah. Ever since this happened. And um, what I will say about it is that it was a transcendent moment. Yeah. It was like a holy moment. And I know all deaths are different. And thankfully hers was very peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just such a privilege to to be there for that. Yeah. And I've just been thinking so much about how um how avoidant we are of death in our culture. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it. And it's crazy because it's one of the two things that all of us will experience. Mm-hmm. 
we will all be born and we will all pass away. And so why is that? Why do we avoid it? And how can we be better? What can we do better to help people face yeah. this? And and more importantly, to help the people walking along alongside them face this, yeah. right? Because my goodness, what an opportunity to come around each other and you know, yeah. I just, I don't know. It's been occupying a lot of my brain space. I bet. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, first off, I think that it's, even though it's so heavy and so difficult, I'm certain that your presence had to have been comforting and helpful. Well, there were a lot of us there. Well, yeah, and that no, was, no. that and, was but, beautiful. But everybody too. that could be there that was, that was supportive and helpful and present. I mean, gosh, we should all be so lucky to have people that want to. Yeah be there to support us in those moments and, and, and all that. So I think that as heavy and difficult as it is, I think that there's a larger purpose to yeah. what you all were, were doing and what you did. And so that's great. But yeah, to your, to your question, I agree. Like it's not really a commonly discussed thing, no. but I would imagine we all probably think about it a fair amount. Sure. I'm sure that it's a, a, always somewhere in the back of our minds or like something that we think about or consider sure. just mortality in general. And I'm sure we process it differently. I process it through trying to make things that will outlive me. Mm, that's good. Right? Yeah, that's good. It's like I, I saw, I was watching something the other day and the, the way they, they described it was they like, why did like cavemen draw on walls is so that's like, these things are going to be here long after we are. This is how we yeah. tell people about us or our stories or hand down our knowledge or creativity or whatever. So I feel like that, and I've only come to realize that recently is like, I think that's why I like to do yeah. things that will like mm -hmm. be recorded yeah. Write it down, record it, do the thing. And I feel like that's how I process it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's healthier, the right way to no, do it or what, but absolutely. I think it's great. And I was first What I'm saying, guys, this podcast is my legacy. It will it's live going on. to outlive me. I just guess we're doing heart where it's gonna be on microfiche. It's gonna be it's gonna be in this uh, uh -huh. the Smithsonian, it, but not like the main wing. Right. It's uh, be in, in a the, very small sub there's, there's, museum. I don't know if you guys know this about the Smithsonian is there is a, there's a wing, uh, it's, a, it's in the basement. The, yeah. And it's called the Smith. No. Man. And it's, and it's, <laughs> it's the Smithsonian and it's, it's for all of the things that crazy people bring in and go, this needs to be documented. They go, okay. And then they hand it to someone and go to the Smithsonian with this. <laughs> and they take it down and that's where it is. And it'll be there way after I'm dead. Hi guys. If you're listening in 3023. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, if you dig this up from the, from the, from the time capsule, you bury. Listen. No, that wasn't a time capsule. We buried that to get rid of it. Right. Why'd you dig this up? We put it in the Nonian. Why did you <laughs> dig it up? The Nonian. Listen, no. And it just goes down and it's just a bunch of people whose whole life is to work in the basement, like the, <gasps> the cellar dwellers. They've and then never seen when the When you sun. open up, the light comes in and they go. <laughs> and we go, we got another one for you. And they go, Nonian. They just toss it down That's the what stairs. They are. They're called the Nonians. And they're this subterranean <laughs> dwelling group of people who curate the things that no one ever wants to see again. <sighs> Listen, if I discovered a place like that, I would be fascinated to, I mean, to go through those archives. Dude, I bet there's some real turds. You, all of U2's music's in there. Brandon. Um, what? Absolutely not true. <laughs> Sponsor us, U2. Sponsor us, Bononian. 
Okay. <laughs> but listen, I think, I think that's a really good point. And I like that way of processing it and thinking about your legacy. Like what's the thing that you're going to leave? I think the way I process it is thinking about how, how can we help people do this feeling surrounded and supported and feeling, um, like they're facing it with dignity sure. because there's so much about death that can feel undignified. Well, yeah. I mean, it's literally, it's, it's gotta be, I mean, in, in some respects, the most like helpless thing to do, like you are literally giving up your ability to live. Like, so it's, it feels like very vulnerable, very helpless. I say that like I know, but it's, I'm sure just on, from what it seems like, it seems like a very difficult thing to go through. So yeah, it could feel very like, yeah. You say what was the word undignified? Undignified. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. So how can and we? And it's not, but oh, but, no, it's but not. it could feel that way for sure. Absolutely. No one wants to feel weak. No one wants to feel like they can't go on like yeah. that. I get it. That's it. And so how can we help people feel like, and, and again, all deaths are different. Some come very unexpectedly and sure. some of them like this one was one that was anticipated. Sure. You know, her, her situation, her illness had all, you know, was anticipated, but so how, how especially can we help people prepare who know that it's coming? Yeah. How can we help the people closest to them prepare yeah. and feel like this is something that um, is transcendent and holy? Because it really is. And so I will never, ever forget that. And I just, I wanted to share that because that's been taking up a lot of my brain space this week and sure. it's made it difficult to do other things. You I know, I, I preached this week and, and it was really you did hard. Great, by the way. It was oh, great. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I really appreciate you listening. I'll cry again. But anyway, you know, I didn't say I listened. <laughs> I said you did great. Now that's lip service. <laughs> At best. You were there. No, but like you did great because I saw you walk on stage uh, and I saw you walk off and you didn't trip either time. Right. You didn't throw a stick at Joe. I didn't do it. You did great. You did that. Now, okay. <laughs> what happened in between the walking up and the walking down? Stop it. <laughs> you were in there. Okay. Pivoting. Another big event last week. Harrison got his learner's permit. Oh. We got the permit. So he has been driving everywhere. Wow. And he's doing great. The with one- you with you riding shot shoddy? Yeah. And listen, I am a I am an unanxious presence in that car. Unanxious? Yes. I You're know keeping you, it cool? Yes. I know you don't believe me. No, what a but, re- but I this is how much I trust. <laughs> fusion. <laughs> That's mom fusion. <laughs> Here comes Ashley. Two areas that we're working on improving, and I don't think he'll mind me saying. Drifting. Into mailboxes. <laughs> <laughs> Has he come through my neighborhood lately? Not with me. <laughs> okay, drifting and uh, taking turns a little fast. Sure. Taking turns a little fast. He's got places to be. Well, but we went... Okay, here's a local tip. Pro tip for local people. Pro local tip. Pro local tips. If you have a kid who's who's working on uh, getting this learner's permit, go to Jones. Shout out oh, Jones, Jones, Oklahoma. Oklahoma tag just, agency. I thought you were talking about just driving, just doing donuts in the parking lot of the Jones Don't assembly. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> Don't do, do that. that. Hey, guys, listen, if you are there doing that, we did not recommend it. We didn't. You might be arrested. The Jones, Oklahoma tag agency. We walked in, only people in there. Smooth sailing. The women were so great, so kind to Harrison, in and out in 20 minutes. I love a, I love a good, yeah. quick tag agency experience. Because they're rare. It's not always the case. They're very rare. I've had some, I've had some bad ones, and I've, I, I feel like there's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. I've never had a decent one. I've had horrible ones and great ones. Yep, I agree. I concur. You know, 
But it was good. And the, the women in there were talking about their tickets that they had gotten as young drivers. Oh. And I was like, you listening, Harrison? You listening? I remember my first ticket. That's why I was going to ask you. Um, I was driving down over by the Indian Meridian Votech. Through mailboxes. I was driving, took down seven mailboxes before <laughs> the cops apprehended me. Oh, God. Not true. I Not true. Sp- I went sprinting off into a field. <laughs> no, I was driving with Kellen. Hi, Kellen. And I remember, I don't know what got into me. Oh, no. But I'm going the speed limit. Mm-hmm. And he turned on Money Ain't a Thing by Jermaine Dupree and Jay-Z. Oh, I'll tell you what's going to get that motor running. How does a 16-year-old, how's a 16-year-old not to go foot to the floor when you hear in the Ferrari, a Jaguar, switching four lanes with the top down, screaming out, money ain't a thing. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. Let's pick up some babes. Yeah. Let's go wreck some mailboxes <laughs> and pick up some babes. Hey, toots. Hey, toots. Hop in. <laughs> Let me squire you about town. In my Eddie Bauer. In my Eddie Bauer Ford Explorer that I bought in the parking lot of Consumers IGA. It's teal. Bubble hard in the double R, flashing the rings with the window crack, holler back, money ain't a thing. I'm impressed. And then I'm just 85 and a 40. Brandon. I don't like it if it don't clean, clean into heck with the calls because the money ain't I a thing. I didn't know about this. I'm not going to let Harrison listen to this. That's horrific. Well, ju- no, don't you, let Harrison listen to this. It's a okay. warning sign. Just don't let him listen to Money Ain't a Thing by Jermaine Dupree and Jay-Z. <sighs> Won't do it. It's banned. It's barred. Dude. That's the reason. It's like there's so much music out there that you could not want him to listen to, but like the most milk toasty. Yeah. Well, it got me a ticket. That, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to that in a minute. How much was that ticket? Uh, it was like two racks. Wow. <laughs> but money ain't a thing. Money ain't so a thing. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Didn't count. No, I, I like how you just glossed over me using two racks as a method of current. Like, yeah, I was like two racks, dog. Yeah, okay, that's a lot. <laughs> What's a rack? I guess. Oh. What's a rack? A hundred? A thousand? I'm guessing. It 100. wasn't two thousand. No, I'm but guessing a hundred. It wasn't even two hundred. Oh, really? No. I'll tell you what. Now those tickets are spincy. Really? I haven't had a ticket in. Uh, knock on wood. I haven't had a ticket in quite some time. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In all of my years of driving, and there have been many, I have gotten two tickets. The first one was the week I got my license. And I zipped on past a school bus. I remember that. That had its stop sign out. That's that's a that's, that's bad. That's a spendy ticky. But honestly, I did I didn't see it. I didn't I didn't register that the stop sign was out. You were just screaming money at a thing at the window. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you totally. peeled around. No, mine was strawberry wine. <laughs> strawberry wine. As I'm passing the school bus. So that one I totally should have gotten a ticket. That was terrible. My second one Did was, you not get a ticket? No, I did. Okay, cool. Oh, I totally got one. I was one. about to say, if I got a ticket for speeding and yeah. you didn't get one for peeling around... But as I, I didn't dr- peel around it. It, it, it. I was in a neighborhood and I didn't... Do you want to know what's funny? Okay. Is after I got my ticket, the, the, the police officer wrote me the ticket and handed it to me and said, now slow down. And I go, yes, sir, officer. And as I drove off from the distance, I heard him scream... Why can't you be more like your sister? <laughs> and then I drove off. And I said, I got a ticket this week too. Okay. I think the the school, I didn't get pulled over. There was not a, a police officer in the area. The school bus driver wrote down my license. That's quick thinking. Turned me in that way. That's quick thinking. Why? Hey, listen, did, did someone tell that bus driver that snitches get stitches? No, but I'm grateful because I've never done it since. It's safety. Safety is a priority. I love the idea that... In your mind, the reason you haven't 
sped around school buses is because of that ticket. It's like true. you would have just continued to do it every single day no, since. No, but I'm I'm more cognizant. I'm of doing it till I get caught. No. <laughs> I'm doing it till I get caught and there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely not. But then the other one I got. So I, long, flat foots. And then you just drive <laughs> off into the distance. With my with my church sticker yeah. on the back of my car. Try to catch me, copper. <laughs> no. But the other one I got was in college for uh, supposedly rolling a stop sign. I did Look go to good. court to contest that just one. a little California stop. Uh-huh. Just kind of straight through. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No one was around. It was on Tickle Belly Hill. Oh, Tickle Belly Hill. Tickle Belly Hill. It's still water. But um, I went to contest that one. Still got it. <laughs> Man. I tried. I was uh, one time. I, it was debatable. I was, uh, it was late on a Thursday. Okay. It was actually technically a Friday because it was well into the, the wee hours of the night. What were you doing out? Uh, you're going to feel like a jerk because I was being a designated driver. Okay, good for you. Yeah, thanks. Good thanks, school bus passer. Good for you. Sounds good. It's good. Um, but I was being the the driver and I was driving past the strip and I don't think I rolled the stop sign, but this police officer either thought that I did or just was looking for an excuse to pull over a car full of college kids. Yeah. Which by and large, you're probably going to catch somebody if you Uh, do that. Down by the strip. Sure. And man, I got, she might not remember this, but Becky's sister, Jessica Sauce was in the car with us. Um, I got field sobriety tested for a good 30 minutes on the strip. And so many people drove past and was like, is that Brandon getting sobriety tested? Man, and I'll tell you one thing. I got a little hitch in my giddy up and some swivel hips and I don't walk a straight line well in general. So I'm sitting here (laughs) doing doing a trash job. I didn't get breathalyzed. Uh, you should have. They should have started with that. The only time I ever got breathalyzed was when I was parking cars at Norman Regional and I failed that lady's <laughs> breathalyzer trying, trying to park her car. <laughs> Guys, we talked about that story early on. Early on. Sober as a bird. <laughs> In our podcasting Sober journey. as could be. Failed it. Wow. Man, the way she looked at me. Did the guy, did they let you go? Stupid. No, I'm in jail to this day. Stop it. No, but did they say? Stupid drunk valet. Okay. But did they tell you? Did they tell you? Sorry? Eventually, they knew. Eventually, they said, uh, "We got nothing on you." Good on you for being the DD. And I got in the car, and I remember Sauce was mad. She might not remember this, but I remember it vividly. She was like, "You're doing. You're being a good person." Yes. Like she was mad on my behalf. I'm mad on your behalf. And then as I drove off, I screamed, "So long, flat foots!" And they <laughs> said, "Be more like your sister." And then I was, and then we were gone. Be more like your sister is the title of this episode. Dude, why can't you be more like your sister? That's so good. It's so good. It's good to you. Well, okay. Uh, I want to talk briefly. And you just took several notes. <laughs> Maybe we need to start doing sibling counseling with, with Angie. We need to have Angie on the pod. Can I tell you something about... Angie, come on the pod. Angie doesn't have what it takes to counsel these siblings. We'd, Angie has what it takes. We would burn her to the ground. No way. There's so many she issues here. She would revel here. in it. Uh, uh, listen. She'd fix us and then the podcast would suck. That's right. I, I'm going to talk to her about it. I would. Well, about great, doing sibling counseling? No, but I, okay, just coming good. on the pod. I won't do it. Talking about mental health. She, she'd, Come on here, Angie. Here's the only problem I have with Angie coming on the pod and okay. talking about mental health. 
is that will be the first time we've ever done anything of substance. And I don't that's know if I'm true. prepared to handle that. I just cried about death. That's true. You did. That's and true. you've that's cried. True. We've all cried. I've never cried in my life. I'm very, very, okay. I'm very emotionally Guess evolved. Guess what? I can dig through the archives of the Smithsonian and pull out an episode where you cried. Okay. And I'm glad you did. Substance. Substance is what we're Stubst- after. Substantive podcasting. Okay, on Saturday, uh, we did a quick trip to the lake on Friday into Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get this thing set up. You sent me some texts. I everybody. didn't respond. I never responded no, to them because <laughs> I, was in, I, I was in the middle of <laughs> You knowing. were in the sewage bathroom. I was in the sewage bathroom. So Jeff purchased a TV for mm-hmm. the, the, the house and it's... What we had is a real Michael Scott situation. Mm-hmm. The dinner party episode where he talks episode. about it's his the best episode. It's the best episode where he talks Which, about his way, plasma we've, screen. We've been burning the Serenity by Jan candle that you got <laughs> yes. me for Christmas lately. Yes, <laughs> it smells great. It does. And please don't throw it away when you're done with it. Never. It's a decorative item. Never. I'll pour a new one in there. Yes. It's the thing I've been doing lately is pouring candle candles. Candle Serenity by um, Brandon. So it's that small. I didn't watch the video. It's pretty small. And and Why we did put you it not get a good because well, it's for one of the bedrooms. But I love this TV. We put it on the mantle to watch it. We watched Dumb and Dumber with the kids. He, he streamed it from his phone, but I was dying laughing. You might as well just watched it on the phone. It's <laughs> true. It's true. I said, <laughs> might as well just put your phone up here. But we did a quick trip. We're trying to get the place ready for for vet, for visitors and guests. And uh, Jeff and Asher are the resident engineers. So they're the ones putting together the bunk beds. And Hope, Hope is assisting as well. Harrison and I. Not so much. Not so much. We're not gifted in this area. You guys are Birdwells. We're well, Birdwells. I, no, no, hold on. Let me say that. Harry is a Birdwell. He's handy. And he's handy. He's handy. You are a, a Birdwell like I'm a Birdwell. Yes. We're I, words people. We did, we we're are. supporters. I'll, I literally put this desk together the other day. I just tried to talk at it for a while to see if it would put itself together. Magically. Didn't work. Putting furniture together is my seventh circle. This was gnarly. I hate it. I was dangerously close to fighting everyone at the company who makes this desk. Yep. Because I had, it got dark for a few it moments. Got dark. Take a note, Angie. I, <laughs> I, my, my, <laughs> my ability to process frustration yeah. was not that of an adult. Uh-uh. There was a lot of, did these screws come pre-stripped? They're yeah. pre-strapped. In fact, that's what a lot of companies do. Send just screws that don't work. <laughs> this idiot. Yeah. Man. It was awful. I'm sorry. Putting furniture together is my nightmare. It's so terrible. But poor guys, they have blood blisters all along the Hard palms working. of their hands. It is. Hard working men. So we did that. Then we came home Saturday because Hope had a soccer game. Sure. Probably the best game they've ever played. Probably Hope's best game that she's ever played. Yeah. We're now the Wildcats. How many, why are they feeling just <laughs> rolling through names? I know, but it, I'm pretty sure this one's going to stick. Doubt it. I was probably, probably doubt it, but I was sitting with uh, mom at the game and she just casually mentioned that she was watching the show Botched, okay. which is about plastic surgeries. Like gone on wrong. her phone during the game? No. <laughs> She's just like, I've had it with this soccer crap. I'm watching Botched. I think she was referring to the newest season of Botched. She loves it. We, we've talked about this before. Mom loves a surgery show. Plastic surgery shows. She loves the one about feet. Take a note, Angie. Pod- <laughs> <laughs> Angie's got a dossier on every single one of us. She totally. Oh, she's had us analyzed way before Just, this. Hmm. Feet. Huh. Okay. Botched feet. And how long has she had this obsession? Crindy. Botched feet. 
listen. So anyway, she casually mentioned um, this woman who'd had a botched rhinoplasty. Sure. And the doctors had gone in and, and oh, redone it. Man, a rhinoplasty? I don't know how they look now, like the actual like procedure. Oh, but man, back in the day, with the hammer the and the hammer, chisel. The chisel. Get ready for this. Dude, barf city. Barf city. Get ready for this. No. Get ready to barf again. Okay, well. So, There's an episode title. Get re- <laughs> Why can't you be more like your sister slash get ready to barf again? Totally. So apparently this rhinoplasty, uh, it was the reason she brought it up is because she said the person had Raynaud's. Okay. And they were concerned about blood flow to, to the, the extremities. To, to the nose. To the nose and about her ability to heal. Because I'll tell you what, if you're a birdwill, a nose is an extremity. It is. And they get cold. We get out they there. They turn blue. My nose is as far away from the rest of my body as my arms get when I stretch them out. Schnoz. Schnoz city. Schnoz city. I'm like Humpty Hump from the digital underground. Okay. Shock G. Listen. So anyway, she goes. People say you're Humpty. You're, you're really, really funny, funny looking. looking. That's all right. Because I, I get, get things, things cooking. cooking. Okay. Anyway, so she said the surgery went well. They, there was some concern about blood flow. And then, and then just casually she goes, but they put leeches on it and she was fine. Leeches. And I laughed so hard because I thought, ha ha ha, reference to medieval medicine. Right. She said, no, Ashley, they have a leech wrangler. Wow. Someone who, and she said, oh, they're sanitized. It's fine. Oh, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Sometimes they'll, they'll put leeches on it on someone's nose to help or on anything to help the blood flow. Well, you know. I thought she was joking. It's classics real. are classics for a reason. It's play real. The hit, play the hits. Have we evolved as much as we thought we had with modern medicine? The answer is no. We're going because back we're to still leeches. slapping leeches on faces. Next, we're going to be doing bloodlettings. Bloodlettings, leeches. Yeah. Hammer rhinoplasties. Yeah. Botched job. Isn't that amazing? I hate it. And what if you had the title of leech wrangler? That I love because that's what I want. The leeches wear little cowboy hats. Golly, like just. <laughs> Some gal yeah. goes on a dating app. Mm-hmm. She swipes right on a fella. Yes. What do you do? Well, I'm a leech wrangler. Explain yourself. Explain. Sir. Well, what I do <laughs> is I wrangle leeches to put on people's botched rhinoplasty faces. Oh. And then she's about to say, no, thank you. And he says, but I've got this wheel of cheese. Want to go to semi-formal with the cheese wielding? I do. Want to go to semi-formal with the cheese-wielding leech wrangler? I do. I, stop saying I do. <laughs> I'm telling a, you, that's all it very takes. committal. That's all it takes. Oh, he lacks leeches, but I like cheeses. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Go ahead. Because... <laughs> Because we've been watching a lot of football at our house. Sure. Asher Ingle uh, is obsessed with watching any and every game. Sure. He's very upset about the outcome of last night's game. Because he is a Lions. Uh, a Lions fan. Lions fan. And the yeah, Lions a, were defeated. I'll tell you what, that's a tough road to be on uh, until this year. The Lions have not been great historically. I know, but he loves Malcolm Rodriguez. It's his. He has a jersey for him. He used to play for O State. There you go. And they lost last night to the 49ers, 34-31. Close game. Close game. Good game. <clears throat> okay, so for the Super Bowl, we have the 49ers mm-hmm. versus the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And the world is a Twitter about this romance, as you know. Yeah. Between Taylor Swift and Travis yeah. Kelsey. Do you think, because this is what everybody, everybody's been talking about, do you think there will be a Super Bowl proposal? Or is that too on the nose? It's way on the nose. Too on the botched rhinoplasty? It's too... It, it is the botched <laughs> rhinoplasty. It's... Dude, like, I'll tell you what. If he gets on one knee and promotes, pr- promotes his at the Super Bowls, yes. throw leeches on that relationship. 
Because you're going to have to try to resuscitate it. Bleed that baby back. Listen, <laughs> I am, I think it's delightful. I'm here for all their l- sweet little PDA pictures <clears throat> lately. I think it's darling. I think what the what? deal, the problem is, and I'm an expert and a doctor of sure. of therapies. Sure, 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 sure. So sure, sure. listen to me. Yeah. I feel like Angie takes more notes. I know, right? Thanks, Angie. I'm apprenticing under Angie right now. She doesn't know it. I'm just just like I'm peeking in from the curtains while she does. Her, <laughs> She's um, taking all kinds of the, notes. Uh, I feel like. I'm not a crazy football. Like I love football, but I'm not. Some people are like crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like they're starting to get annoyed by it. Uh, starting to get. Because it's pulling a lot of attention from the game itself. So I think there's that purest yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I think the Swifties are now suddenly really, really into the footballs. Yes. The footy, footy, football boys because of the situation. Sure. So there's those two, the, the, the dichotomy there. Yeah. Now here's the problem that I see. I feel like any relationship this new, uh-huh. you're putting it through a lot. It's going through a lot. That's a lot of eyeballs on your relationship to start. Pressure. Like, a lot of pressure. What happens when he mows over her mailbox? What's everyone going to think of them? I just feel like early on in a relationship like that, mm-hmm. my desire, if I was in the public eye, to protect it. Sorry, if I was more in the public eye than I am now, <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't buried in the Nonian. Um, <laughs> I would be very, very private if I was a celebrity yeah, about yeah, new yeah, relationships. Yeah. And she has been with some of her relationships. Are you kidding? Her last one she was in for seven years. No one ever even knew. We all knew. I'm just saying, this seems to be, she's you like, literally, I'm with it. I'm, the, I love him. The fact that you just said she has been private about her relationships. About the last one that she was in with that, with Joe, what's his name? The British fella. They were in a relationship for seven years. They barely ever even came out in public. They were in the basement. They were in the Nonian. <laughs> we all knew about it. We all knew about well, it. Well, once her albums about it came out. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, seven years? Golly, talk about sitting and taking notes. If you were dating her, all I would be thinking every time, like, you just look over at her, it's like, what lyric did she just write about me being the worst? Yeah. Like, the relationship's still good. Yeah. But she's logging them away. She's logging them. Um, guys, I wanted to let you know about some more t-shirt launches that we have coming up in the coming week. That makes us sound so much bigger time than we actually are. I love it. Shh. People don't have to know. Oh, no, they know. I don't know. I do now. Okay. There's two. Okay. Designed by our field producer from New Orleans, Jonathan. Jonathan. Fantastic graphic artist as well. Fantastic. Um, We have Brandon's Mammogram store. Yeah, we do. To remind you guys to get your screenings. Get them. And we have the Inlet Mall tour shirt. They're both great. They're both great. So be on the lookout for that, guys. I'm going to be posting on Instagram uh, and then it links with Facebook. And you don't want to be a loser not rocking that fit. That's it. So be on the lookout for those. What you've been watching, reading, or listening to, B? I have notes. Oh, well, what? Check this out. It's a new wallet that has a field notes thing in it. Oh, um, watching, Who is this man? Um, new song just today, I think, came out by a fella, or it might have been on Friday, but Nolan Taylor, who I like a lot. He came out with one called Cincinnati Heart that's really good. Okay. Um, Medium Build just came out with a new song um, that's really good. And a guy, Tyler, my buddy Tyler, sent me today a guy named MK, I think it's MKG, G-E-E, has a song called How Many Miles that's 
awesome. Mm. He's the guy who collaborated with Dijon on the record, who I love so much from last year. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it's super, super, super duper cool. Okay. Um, ton of Seinfeld been watching. Been watching Michael Simon's cooking show, Simon's Dinner's Cooking Out. Nice. Been watching the new season of Queer Eye. Talk about, you oh. want to see You want to see me cry? Yeah. I will cry in every episode of Queer Eye. They, they get you. I will cry in every episode of Queer Eye. I think Jeff would say the same. It's the worst. Uh, just, Slash best. Just rewatched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem because I was yeah. so mad that it didn't get nominated for an Oscar. Yes. I hold to my opinion that it should have been for animation. And uh, 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 I have some, I wrote TTYD. I don't know what that means. Talk to your dad. Tomorrow. Talk to oh. your dad and he'll <laughs> tell you, be like your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Okay. I forgot uh, how is your Oh, that your thing you do. Watch that thing you do the other day. Ugh, always so a classic. Great. Always a classic. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, okay. I really don't have a whole lot. This week, I'm telling you, I've been in a very strange headspace this I week. I get it. Uh, so I'm going to toss it back to how is your algorithm? Um, so uh, I've been getting a lot of sweaters advertised to me. Uh, have you purchased any? No, I came close, but uh, my Apple Pay, I didn't know how to use Apple Pay. Oh, okay. So I didn't. Um, Catch you next week with a new sweater. Salt Hank, a fellow who makes delicious sandwiches, mm. um, and uh, a fellow named Tommy Winkler, who all he does is eat food and review it. That's it. Okay. It's it's just all food in my Instagram algorithm. I don't it know what is. that says and about me. It's food and sweaters. I gained eight pounds of dips. I ordered a quadruple XL sweater. Yes. And watch Tommy Winkler eat in and out burger. Well, I'm glad that you carried these because truly I, I didn't have a whole lot to offer. Well, you texted me on your drive over and said, start thinking of stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the one to carry this anymore. I can't. Okay. Uh, I, d- I took such a long walk yesterday and I listened to, what? I did listen to one episode of the Fly on the Wall podcast. Yeah, with David Spade and Dana Carvey. Yes. Great. So inappropriate. Don't listen to it with your kids. It's so fun though. But so funny. And it's reminding me that we do need to crack out the vintage SNL for the kids. Yeah. The stuff that's appropriate, so obviously. Great. Okay. What's your warm heart be? Uh, pea sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I'm going to leave it at that. Cool. Pea, she- pea sheets. What about yours? Yeah. And I'm going to pivot from that. You're just... going to say something way better and more meaningful. No, no, not more meaningful. Just, yeah, just seeing community rally to be a part of this friend's final day and of, of her passing is so special, mm-hmm. such a privilege, and I'll, I'll never, ever forget it. It shaped me. It was formative. Yeah. Yeah. And in that regard... I need to be more like my sister. Guys, thanks for listening to wow. Cold Hands. I've got to make it funny you at the end. You brought it back. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Cold Hands Warm Hearts. I'm not as good as my sister. Talk Aww. to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>